We're not talking slim pins here. We're talking like a 23 gauge, four inch needle down into my neck, into my spinal fluid. I'm going to inject four vaccines into my spine with my nandrolone decanoate, which is a steroid to make it work better. That'll make it stronger. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled, episode 27. Episode 27 already? 27, man. Man, we're getting somewhere. Dude, that's 27 times nobody's listened to our podcast. (laughs) Someday, though. Like I said, tonight we are not going to be talking about anything factual. Everything is a work of art and an oral dance with our pants off. This is not about the Delta variant. And this is not about anything to do with COVID. We are simply using words that sound similar as an art form. So, the Delta variant. We're going to be talking about that tonight. Uh, Andrew, our lead expert on the Delta variant, is going to be giving us a lowdown of that. (laughs) Expert, eh? (laughs) But first, we have some cancellations that are also fictional. Hang on a second. Quiet down there. I said quiet. I'm keeping that in. Quiet. <laughs> I'm keeping that. <laughs> That's all right. I said quiet down there, boy, making them too many them pig sounds. <laughs> boy, I said quiet. <laughs> you don't get a birthday this year. <laughs> On with the cancellation. Something is canceled in France this week as the president has apparently made it a six-month prison sentence to walk into a regular old store w- without a vaccination passport. And Ooh. if you are a store owner and you let somebody who's not vaccinated into your establishment, that is one year in prison for you, which is ironic because that's a closed facility where everybody is kind of crowded together indoors where Delta, where, I'm sorry, COVID is known to thrive. But science. Mm-hmm. Then they force vaccinate you right in the dick. It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, What do you think about going to prison uh, in a confined space for not having a vaccination passport? Is that logic? Is that what we're really trying to work towards here? Or do we hear another French Revolution coming? I think it's exactly what they deserve. Those filthy bastards. Yeah, we remember what happened when you left us, France. (laughs) <laughs> do you see what happens? This is America's punishment. <laughs> Biden's like, dude, you know what would be really funny? is you, If you sent your citizens to prison for not getting vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Viva la revolucion. I don't know, man. No, that's, that's, uh, that's way too far for sure. Uh, <laughs> you will go to prison and have sex with men if you don't get vaccinated. Mmm, ooh la la. I love that unvaccinated ass. Because that's protecting you from COVID, right? Yeah. Forced butt sex is the answer in France to not getting vaccinated. You want to go to the store for macaroni? You forgot your vaccination passport? Too bad. You're getting anal for a year. This is what happens. They don't eat macaroni in 
France, it's spaghetti. It's the country of love. Paris. Paris. Yeah. So something's canceled in France. It might be sexual freedom, <laughs> being able to say no to butt sex, but vaccinations, right? Which is yeah. interesting because science shows that if, if you're vaccinated, you really, at least from what I've seen, and again, oral artistic dance, it's not real. If you're vaccinated, you really don't have to worry about people who are not vaccinated. Yeah. So interesting. When we'll get into that, we have some interesting uh, tidbits about that. Um, mm-hmm. Viruses are canceled this week as John finally decided to upgrade his computer from a PC that gave me viruses every week when he sent me his audio to download to a Mac. John has the record of the slowest computer in the world. We would often wait for 10 minutes for him to connect to Skype because it would take him 10 minutes just to load up Skype. That's how slow his computer was. And the minute I started downloading his audio for the podcast, my computer would get slower and slower. Pretty soon, my computer operated like his. I wonder why. It's like... There's like 12 extra files along with the audio that say trojan.exe, but what could that be? (laughs) Somebody's got access to all of John and I's information, which is a bunch of crap, I imagine, on our computers, but still. Somebody in India is watching you through your webcam (laughs) right now. They're like, this guy's podcast is actually pretty cool. (laughs) This is pretty entertaining, actually. (laughs) I'm going to subscribe. Uh, <laughs> think I'm going to leave him a little bit of money for his podcast. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> so him, come and look at this. It's hilarious. <laughs> look at this man. He's naked. Take your mask off and look at this man. <laughs> This podcast is in remembrance of India, which used to be a country before the Delta variant. That's right. That's where it came from. Is That's right, isn't it? Didn't it? Yeah, ground zero. Uh, I don't think there's any part of this podcast I can keep in so far. Welcome to the podcast. Bienvenidos. So John is getting a new computer. It's one of those new uh, Macs. The new Mac Mini. They're freaking awesome, man. They use solid state ram- um, memory. And they have a new system, it's called the M1 chip, where it integrates like the CPU, the GPU, and the RAM all into one unified system. It's a totally different kind of architecture for PC geeks out there. And it's really destroying every processor out there right now in its class. It's a new way of thinking for computers. I don't understand it as well as I could, but the benchmarks are absolutely fascinating um, for the price Mm. of the thing. So John is like, First time user on the M1 chip. He's getting in early, and I'm I'm, I'm excited for him. So that's going to be good. Is that new Mac? Is it like a kind of like a PC where it's it's separate from the screen, or is it built into the screen like yeah, a traditional? Yeah, separate. So you oh, can okay. use like a your old keyboard, old mouse, and then an old like fifty dollar just screen with it. That's cool. And you can get these M1s for like six ninety nine. Wow, and that's a lot pretty of PC cool. people won't hear like to hear that and. Let me put it out there. I love PC. I will always keep a PC around. They are fantastic. I like Apple and PC for different reasons. The fact is, is that my Apple computer, my Apple computers have always lasted twice as long as any PC I've ever had. Yes, you can upgrade a PC, but the thing is, is I've never had to upgrade my Apple. 
I do the exact same things on Apple as I do on PC, and I get way more viruses on a PC than I do on an Apple. Say what you will about, whoa, you don't use it right, or you're an idiot and a helmet wearer who doesn't know how to use a PC and not get viruses. Well, I can do it on a Mac and not get them. So what's that say? I like to be able to browse the internet, you know, basic websites. I don't go into anything extraordinary and not get a virus. Midget. Yeah, midget, midget porn. Midget porn is the most I look up in space. It's not that bad. Um, I once talked to a PC guy who was really good with PCs. He loved them. And he, I asked him how to not get viruses. And he's like, I have three computers. <laughs> one is for browsing the internet. That's it. Another one's for doing work. And another one is for gaming, which I, you can never go on the internet with. If you don't want to get a virus, don't go on the internet. <laughs> I'm like, nice. Okay. Good <laughs> advice. And that's the reality of it. Apple is great for producing music, which I do. Apple only has the program Logic, which I used its basic program to make the intro for this show that you all know and love. So, I love them both. John, congratulations. And uh, for those who don't know, John just moved, so they are without an office right now. But hopefully they'll be here next week. Andrew, I believe you have a cancellation for us this week. Yeah, um, so... Do you know who Larry Elder is? No, I think I've heard the name. Yeah, like I don't, I don't listen to him much. He's a he's a radio host, but they tried to cancel his ass from uh, being included in the upcoming ballot for the the recall election because that's coming up for <laughs> for uh, our wonderful governor Gavin Newsom. So uh, people are gonna start campaigning so if he gets recalled you know gonna need a new governor and uh so there's a conservative uh radio host larry elder and he had to go to court in order to be included on the the recall election ballot because they just straight up weren't gonna let the guy and I'm trying to look up why a court ruling reverses the secretary's decision to disqualify Elder as a candidate for alleged re, uh, redaction issues with the income tax returns filed with bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they they tried to keep him from even getting on the ballot. He had to take it to court, and uh, he won the case. You know, the judge ordered the state to include him. So that's pretty interesting. Well, this is how it's. Lo- this is what it's like in Venezuela. I don't know why people are surprised. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not in Venezuela. <laughs> right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know. We're gonna see. I've been seeing on TV mainly in my. I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I'm like seeing patients, they've always got their TVs on in their rooms, <laughs> and I'm seeing all the uh, election stuff. They're all in respiratory distress, convulsing, yeah. and you're I'm just like, watching oh, this the is TV. You're like, <laughs> sir, you're on an HMO. I really don't have to help you for another few minutes. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth <laughs> and die quietly. <laughs> Shut all up. These beeping machines are keeping people from sleeping. Interesting. I wonder, I, I have a question. If, if somebody comes out, as a Republican in this state, mm-hmm. can they be arrested right then and there, like France? Probably. I think that would be freeing uh, as, a, as a country and unifying to arrest anybody 
with a different opinion. Straight to jail. Believe it or not, straight to jail. Yeah. Send him in the confined space without sunlight. Because COVID loves that. Mm. <laughs> Man, it's going to be interesting speaking of that because as we get into the winter months, a lot of people are predicting resurgences of covid because mm. it's true like the sun helps dampen things a bit then as things get colder we're indoors and holidays we're visiting family it's probably gonna start spiking again a couple of the docs that i've talked to some of the pulmonologists are <laughs> they're just preparing for it they're like it's it's probably gonna happen like this winter is gonna be interesting and we've been they've been predicting that for a while now, right? They think it's going to be seasonal just like the flu. Once the cat's out of the bag, you can't put it back in the bag. Yeah. Uh, there is some good news though with uh the vaccines, and I know there's that's a touchy subject. Yeah, shoot. A lot of people don't don't trust the vaccine. Um so more data is coming out. There's people are doing studies. Not all of them are peer reviewed yet and all that, but there is some interesting data coming out about uh, the vaccines along with this, this Delta variant that came out of India. And we've, we've had lots of variants already from, mm -hmm. there was the UK variant, the South African variant, and it's still the same virus. It's still the coronavirus. The main thing is, uh, it, it changes how how contagious it is because of those like protein spikes. Some of them have a lot more, and it's like more likely to attach to your cells and start replicating and all that. Um, but the vaccines, um, that's what the the studies are about, seeing how the vaccines are doing against like the Delta variant, and they're held, they're holding up pretty well actually. Um, so there's four main vaccines. There's the Pfizer, Moderna, the AstraZeneca, and the Johnson & Johnson, which I, I think the I, the Johnson Johnson is a traditional vaccine. Like, they use, like, the weakened version of the virus. It's not one of the mRNA ones. Um, right. And I think the, the AstraZeneca one is, too, hmm. if I remember correctly. But... Got a little bit of uh, data here. Let me look it up. Oxford, AstraZeneca, yeah. So I think those two are the traditional ones. But anyways, like, so far, as far as infection goes, if you've been vaccinated with the Pfizer, for example, that's the one I got. As far as the Delta variant goes, let's see, there's four different studies. UK did one, Canada did one, Israel did one, Scotland did one. And uh, they're pretty close. The numbers are pretty close. You're 88% safe, pretty much, from infection from the Delta variant. So, like, if you're exposed to it, you're probably not going to get infected. Oh, from even getting it. And then right. the, the vaccine really increases likelihood of survival even if you do get it, right? Yeah, then if you do get it, they're looking at hospitalizations. That's the second part of these studies. Most mm -hmm. of them look at whether they got infected. And then after that, how bad did the infection get? Did they need to get hospitalized? And so 96% did not need to get even hospitalized. The, of the people who got vaccinated? 
Right, right. That's that's just looking at the Pfizer one from the UK study. The Israel study, 93%. Well, real quick, before you get to Israel, the, for the people that did get hospitalized, was there a death rate for them? I don't think that that data's out yet. Okay. It could be, but it's it's not in the... I don't think it's in the studies that I'm looking at here. So 88% of people who got the vaccine did not even contract it. And of right. the people that contracted it, only 4% of those, which was 12% originally, got hospitalized. Yeah. So what what does that end up being in the 100 percentile? Like, that's really, yeah, really low percentage of people who get the vaccine who end up even being hospitalized, which doesn't mean you're dead. It just means you were hospitalized. People get hospitalized for being dehydrated right it's not horribly right. uncommon that's that's incredible numbers yeah and i'm i can like vouch for that personally because like working in the hospital I, they've been putting me in the er lately because as an rt you get assigned all over the place like <laughs> especially mm. at, at my hospital yeah. they they rotate you through they're like okay you got er tonight so so i was covering er or sometimes they'll give me ICU um, or anything in between. Mm-hmm. So I've been in ER the last few nights, and uh, we're still seeing COVID patients. Like, they're still coming around, especially with the Delta variant. I think we're going to see more. But what I've noticed is every single one of them who's who's getting hospitalized has not gotten vaccinated. Yeah. Huh. I haven't seen a single vaccinated person show up for for covid wow and are they mostly elderly or overweight surprisingly no um i would say mostly yeah if if you have diabetes man that's like the biggest thing if you're if you're overweight you got diabetes you got hypertension and this isn't fat shaming no this is this is being health conscientious this is just the facts man yeah it's science yeah that may not be popular right now but it's science and we're not shaming we're promoting health by addressing these things. Um, yeah. So diabetes, that's a huge factor. That's probably the biggest factor um, that mm. I've been seeing. Yeah. If you've got, if you're overweight, you got diabetes. Hypertension seems to play in there too. That probably just goes along with the diabetes though. And we're going to get into, it does. And we're going to get into some of the statistics that I have here um, when you're okay. done. So the rates are really good. The vaccinations are they're not killing people right away. We don't know the long-term effects because there is no studies. But you know, you could you could take you could take the risk versus reward ratio and those numbers are yeah. good. I'm not against the vax vaccine and I don't want yeah. anybody to get that impression. Uh, I just love data. I love science and I love the facts. Um and when I'm proven wrong, it makes me, it, like I said in a previous episode, it enlightens me and it makes me happy that I can still be at a point where I can see I'm wrong about something. When you stop finding you're wrong about things, it's not that you're right about everything. It's just that your head's so far up your ass that you no longer can see these things. Um, so I, I like that's really good data. Uh, what else do yeah. you got from Israel? So let's see here. The, the the main study that they did was on the Pfizer one. Moderna, Canada did a study. They came out 72% don't get infected with the Delta variant. 96% don't get hospitalized, similar to the UK numbers. The Oxford vaccine, the uh, AstraZeneca, uh, UK came out. As lo- This is also as long as you have both the shots. 
because all of these except for the Johnson and Johnson, you need two shots, right? But that was showing ninety three percent don't get hospitalized. Sixty um, percent don't get infected, so that's a little lower, but hmm. still good. And uh, Johnson and Johnson, there's not a ton of there, there's actually like not much data out as far as numbers go for the Delta variant. It doesn't but seem they to did, be as popular as a vaccine, but I could be wrong. Yeah, if yeah, for the Johnson and Johnson, like it's it's the one shot thing, and uh, it is like more of a traditional vaccine. Um, hmm uses like the weakened virus in there instead of the uh you know the the, the RNA yeah that the new ones are using that's what scares a lot of people i think cuz RNA is such a new thing to throw in a vaccine although it has been studied for years you know people it's not like it's a new thing it's we we just haven't used it as a vaccine until now yeah people f- don't necessarily know what's wrong with it they just fear things that they don't understand which I can give them credit for, um, especially people who know that they're not doctors. They know that they don't know everything. So doing things that are way outside of their spectrum of knowledge can be scary. So offering them a more traditional vaccine that they know they've been fine with, like uh, Johnson & Johnson, I think Mm -hmm. it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. What they have looked into with the Johnson & Johnson one is the antibody response for the Delta variant. And there is a strong antibody response to it like a very good antibody response so which is for those who don't know that's a good thing as far as yeah it means you're when they expose people to it they could see that their body was fighting it um they they don't have all the data on oh how many were hospitalized and how many got infected and all this but uh it does have a it definitely has the antibody response so that's good info in the, in the world of science, from, from what I understand, a study really can't be given much merit until it's replicated. That's the key, mm-hmm. is replicating findings from a different research team. And it sounds like they're starting to do that with the at least yeah. the mRNA vaccines. They're replicating these findings, showing that really there's much more to worry about now as far as causes of death, like worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that's heart disease and cancer and car accidents and chronic lower respiratory diseases and stroke and Alzheimer's. Um, mm-hmm. And I have some numbers to back that up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good, man. So, I'm glad things are moving in the right direction. So what's with all the fear then? Why, why are we, why is, because the death rates are way down. So I think we have certain people to blame as far as like fear of vaccines isn't anything new. Like there were studies, total bogus studies coming out about how vaccines cause autism (laughs) and that's still that idea is still out there even though it's been debunked thoroughly um and i think that kind of stuff is what really started it Um, oh i mean the fear of covid yeah there's always those fringe people but what's with all like (laughs) the news media telling us to keep our masks on and to stay inside and to to to, to hold off that nothing is open yet. I'm seeing these news ar- news articles telling me, wait just a second, the Delta variant could be deadlier than the previous Dude. variant. Don't be so nah. quick to go to out. What's with that? It's I, anti-science in my mind based nah, on everything I, we're talking yeah. about. I think the news runs out of things to scare people with. <laughs> yeah. And they they have to... 
I think we were talking about in another episode where they had to keep the COVID death numbers up on the screen because they were losing viewers. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, Project yeah. Veritas exposed that from CNN, allegedly. Yeah. Well, it's on tape, allegedly. So you can look yeah. it up yourselves, folks. So, I mean, they're going to... Trump's out of office, so they they can't really talk much about him anymore. <laughs> they gotta they gotta yeah. find something to talk about. So I, I the data is coming out that the vaccines are very effective against the the Delta variant, and I'm not super worried about it. The like I was saying earlier, though, as we get into winter months, more people are going to start getting infected. We also have to look at when we're going to need uh, booster shots. You know, if if you're if you're getting vaccinated and gonna keep up with it, it's probably gonna become like your flu shot, like a right. daily thing that you gotta yeah. get. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna have to see. So far, I think they're still proving pretty effective. I, I yeah. got mine way back when when my hospital first got a shipment of the Pfizer vaccines back in like December. Yeah. And I haven't been sick since then. You know? There you go. Um, but yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. There's still so, people trickling in to the ER, though. Uh, mm. And it's fun. It sucks because most of them are like, man, I, I was going to get vaccinated. I have my schedule set or I, I, I researched and found the one that I wanted. But they they were too late, you know? Yeah. So. Well, that's the fact. If you get sick and you choose not to get vaccinated, I mean, that ultimately is on you. And I think that should be your right. Um, yeah. As long as you're not putting others in danger, which, according to the science, you're not. Um, from what I'm reading and hearing from Andrew, who is a respiratory therapist. Um, so what's the deal with throwing people in prison for not showing a vaccine passport just for trying to buy food in France? Does that sound scientific based to you? That's just non-free country things. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say not only that non-freedom, but people are starting to argue, well, we should be able to take away your freedom for our health. That in science, well, that doesn't seem science based or health based to me either. Yeah, no, I, for me, it's like, I, I don't care if people like offer incentives or hey, get vaccinated, you know, they, and and try to get them to get vaccinated. But when you start like forcing people to get vaccinated, you're gonna get backlash, and that's just gonna piss people off. Especially when um, it's not science based. Yeah, yeah, it should be the person's choice. Yeah. And granted, like a lot of people. Like me, for example, if I didn't get vaccinated and I caught COVID, I would probably be fine. <laughs> I don't have diabetes. Right. I don't have comorbidities. Um, I do. The main thing that I would worry about is like visiting my parents and grandparents, you know? Right. Like I might not even show symptoms, but uh, I could easily transmit the virus to them. But it would be highly unlikely for them to not have a vaccine at their age. Yeah, yeah. So I would encourage like older people and and if you have the comorbidities and immune uh, compromised immune system, diabetes, hypertension, uh, I would encourage people to get it. But I right. wouldn't force them to get it. I think what France is doing is wrong. <laughs> that's yeah, like, it is. That's getting way too extreme. If I was gonna, old, I would get the vaccine because I'm thinking if there's long-term effects, I'm probably not going to live long enough to even see them. But I know I don't want to die next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it makes a lot more sense. I would get the shit out of that vaccine. I'd get all four of them. <laughs> get all four of them. You just mix them into a cup like the sodas at the gas station where you just you mix know. it all together and chug it. There you go. Giant syringe. 
We're not talking slim pins here. We're talking like a 23 gauge, four inch needle down into my neck, <laughs> into my spinal fluid. I'm going to inject four vaccines into my spine with my nandrolone decanoate, which is a steroid to make it work better. That'll make it stronger. <laughs> is it right for CNN or whoever to put out really anti-scientific news and for them to base that on, well, this is a freedom of speech thing. We can say what technically whatever we want. When these are the same groups advocating for the silence of those who are putting science out. See, it can't go both ways. If you can't stand on the argument that you're allowed to say things that aren't true, allegedly, um, on the basis of freedom of speech, when you're taking away the freedom of speech of others, when they are saying things that are scientifically true, which obviously uh, is on the other end of the argument of them. Yeah. So, that you know, you can't have both ways. You either believe in the freedom of speech or you don't. But if you do believe in the freedom of speech, I guess technically, yes, they should be al allowed to spew out lies. But when these people who are spewing out lies are uh, also trying to silence others, that's when it becomes a problem. And that's what's happening. And people, thankfully, a lot of people are waking up to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would hope so. Because um, I don't... I hardly look at the news. It feels way too biased. I, I try to, if I do, I try to look at a bunch of different sites. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, uh, they just, they're just throwing stuff out there that, you know, I feel like it, they throw a lot of stuff out there that just gets the views or, or yeah. you know, it's the fear mongering kind of stuff that people can't look away from. And Candace Owens recently said, and I'm not right or left, I just, She's funny, and she sparks a lot of debate. But Candace Owens recently said, Can anybody point me to that one time in history where the side that was demanding censorship, segregation, propaganda, radical education, papers to move freely in society, plus government forces going door-to-door -to, -door to demand compliance were the good guys? <laughs> Those aren't the good guys. They're not the good Can't guys. argue with that. Yeah. So I don't care whose mouth that came out of. I don't care if it was Biden. He would never say that. But if he said that, I would support it. I haven't heard a coherent sentence from him in a very long time, though. Something ain't right. <laughs> Something ain't right. I'm just interested in what flavor ice cream he's eating this week. Yeah. Have you seen uh, that new clip going around where he's talking and then he stops and somebody edited it and it said, Joe Biden. <laughs> It's with a big old echo voice. Joe Biden. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. I'm going to send it to you. For those who haven't seen it, Fake News Network. Look up Fake News Network on Instagram, and you'll see the, the Joe Biden one. It's called Sleepy Joe. It's got 150,000 views. It's hilarious. Um, it's one of the funniest things I've seen this year, to be honest. It's my type of humor. Did I send you it where he's saying, get vaccinated now? And then it cuts in the old guy from, I don't remember what movie, it was like Poltergeist or something. He's like, no, you're all going to die out there. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'll send it to you. It's hilarious. It sounds about right. That's got to look that up. Just just look it up on YouTube. Joe Biden, get vaccinated now. And it'll Do come it. Up. It's hilarious. Do it now. 
what I was what I was interested in is the Ben Shapiro quotes. And if you don't know who Ben if you don't know who Ben Shapiro is, he's basically just a political commentator, uh, typically right wing, but he he's known for being very fact based to the point where it aggravates anybody on the opposition of his debates. He used to aggravate me until I started listening to him. And I realized this guy's right, and I may be wrong about more than I thought. This was years ago. Andrew actually pointed out some things to me that he was saying, and I like him a lot because he tends to care about um, facts without bias as much as you can controllably um, facilitate because everybody has a little bit of bias. Uh, Anyways, he says, uh, listen to these facts. He says, every day in the United States as of 2019, 1,800 people die of heart disease. 1,600, uh, 1,640 of cancer, 470 by accident, 430 of chronic lower respiratory disease, 410 of stroke, 330 of Alzheimer's. Our seven-day rolling average of deaths from COVID in the U.S. is now 324. That is a fraction of deaths from people eating fast food and smoking, both of which are legal. And people might argue they're not contagious. Well, what do you think raising your kids on fast food and giving them secondhand smoke from your uh, your cigarettes is doing. It is considered to be considerably contagious by habit, and humans naturally mirror other humans. And let's look at it. The majority of our Western diet in America is eating fast food, which, you know, in moderation is different than eating it every day, but a lot of people eat it every day. 1,800 people a day die of heart disease. Way more than COVID. Yep. Ben Shapiro states the media's Delta variant panic is unsupportable by the available statistics. Here, for example, is the UK chart of diagnosed COVID cases. And here's the chart of deaths. If you want to look it up, it's on Twitter, Ben Shapiro. But basically, it shows um, new cases in UK, seven-day average was 45,462. The deaths in that same time frame of the seven-day average was 42. Okay, so 45,000 new cases on average. And then the seven-day average of deaths is 42. Heart disease is kicking its ass in death, and nobody is acknowledging that. Alcohol is still legal. Look how many people die from DUIs. It's not science-based. Delta is as dangerous and more transmissible than the original strain, but populations, particularly vulnerable Elderly populations are largely vaccinated, which means the diagnosed cases aren't nearly as dangerous. This is all Ben Shapiro. He says, get vaxxed. I did, my wife did, my parents did, but public policy that now focuses on broad-scale masking and or lockdowns of those who are vaccinated or forcing small children to mask is simply a power grab at this point. He goes on to say, let's try to set some goalposts here. The original goalposts don't overwhelm the hospitals. That's not an issue right now. The next goalpost give every adult the opportunity to get vaccinated. We have. So what exactly are our public policymakers setting as the goal now? It seems that the goal is zero COVID, but that's not going to happen, nor was it ever likely to happen. Ben Shapiro goes on to state the most likely outcome was always that COVID would become seasonal, and we hoped far less deadly than it was originally, which is what is happening thanks to vaccination. In other words, we've hit the goalposts. If you're not vaccinated, you get sick. That's on you, which we can all agree with. We can't do any more than that. Widespread restrictions of liberty on behalf of no goalpost are insulting and ridiculous. 
People go on to argue with him. Sam Stein says, what's the uppermost limit on acceptable levels of COVID-related death? Haven't we learned widespread transmission results in more fatalities? What are the risks of overwhelming our hospital system? Also, there are long-term COVID impacts beyond fatalities. People say, uh, hmm, can you guess which one of these things are contagious to Ben Shapiro? All of these things have been proven to be false arguments. They're just eating up the narrative. Mm -hmm. So I think Ben Shapiro makes a very good point. I just got sucked into that feed on Twitter. It's a lot, but you can't argue with the, the, the facts of the scenario. Andrew and I have both laid down Ben Shapiro. Just statistical numerical facts. The problem right now is heart disease diabetes, how to become metabolically healthier, how to um, lower insulin resistance. What is insulin resistance? What does sugar do to you in a diet? I recently went to a carnivore diet um, and I walk for 10 minutes after every meal every day. I read my blood glucose. I have a home monitor because I don't want to get pre-diabetic. I'm watching it now. And my insulin resistance was not pre-diabetic, but it's still going down. I'm getting healthier and healthier numbers. I nice. feel better. I have more energy in the morning. I also walk for 10 minutes fasted every morning before I even eat. Um, and I found what works for me. My gut's finally not inflamed from foods because plants have a lot of toxins in them. It's how they protect themselves. Uh, I'm not telling you how to eat. I'm just saying what works for me. None of this information is online on the front page of the news. And this is killing far more people than COVID. So... Then again, I ask, why are people focusing on um, this propaganda, you know, down to the grave? Yeah, we've got bigger problems for sure. Uh, and I think we were moving, we've, we've made some strides in the right direction because a lot of things have been exposed with the fast food nation that we live in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like... Uh, the movie Supersize Me, for example. You've seen that, right? Oh, I love that. It actually made me yeah. want McDonald's, to be honest. <laughs> Dude, I ate McDonald's while watching that movie. <laughs> nice. It's good. I love In-N-Out. I will still go to In-N-Out for a cheat meal. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I, I one day I might do it because one meal a month is not going to kill me. And if it does, then I die a happy man because that's fucking weird. So <laughs> maybe I choked. Um I believe in moderation and happiness, and uh, you can yeah. overdo anything. And COVID yeah. is just not the leading cause of death at this point. Yeah, because they so they don't they don't say do you want to supersize that anymore. We haven't heard that for freaking decades now, which is good. Yeah, and there's some healthier options, but it's still shitty because like a salad's twice three times the price of uh, as a burger, you know. Um. But at least, you know, I think more information should be getting out there. Cause, and there, there are more, like, documentaries and stuff that explain that humans are, like, made to, to store food and fat for a winter, you know, like a famine. But we never have <laughs> the famine that we're storing fat for. Right. It's, just, it's very unhealthy if you just keep eating, eating, eating all this fast food all the time it's so accessible you know so if yeah. the news would talk more about that maybe we'd have less uh, less problems because we've always been number one in freaking heart disease right 
And yeah. fasting, we should be fasting, in my opinion. I, I fast 16 hours a day every day if I can. Our body is meant to be in a fasting state. It activates autophagy. If you don't know what autophagy is, it's where after you fast, your body starts using its own stores and damaged cells to fuel it after you don't have food to fuel it. So That's when you cool. fast and you get to 16 hours, you activate autophagy, which finds, they're saying, the dead cells, the cells that could turn to cancer, the cells your body doesn't want, and it eats them for energy first. So you're like recycling the bad shit. But when you eat all day and you eat refined sugars, you get insulin resistance, you never activate autophagy, and those dead damaged cells sit there and they grow into bigger damaged cells, which guess what? That's what cancer is. Humans were designed to fast. We were designed to recycle old cells, which doesn't happen how it used to happen when we were healthier uh, on a standard American diet. There's a reason it stands for sad. Standard American diet is sad. <laughs> Insulin resistance is sad. Yet it's perfectly legal to advertise candy, which I see as cigarettes at this point, which is the number one, one of the biggest causes of heart disease and diabetes, type 2 diabetes. Yeah. So if, you, if, you're, if you're pushing the COVID narrative and not telling people how dangerous sugar it is, I'm not trying to be mean. You're being a hypocrite, and it's not meant to be a tag at you. It's meant to make you aware that you are literally killing people. <laughs> I think that uh, also people should realize that you don't need to cut out all the food and just eat salad i think like one of the biggest problems is the proportions that we have in this in this country they're and actually finding that salad's unhealthy man like it's got a lot of toxins in it and anti-nutrients that ruin your digestion it's yeah and you can't survive off of salad no <laughs> i mean you need some protein in that's one of the biggest problems people think it's salad and veggies when those are the things that are killing us they're starting to with the most research look up dr paul saladino He's a brilliant doctor who uses nothing but he has a podcast. Mm -hmm. The thing I like about him is he loves studies. He loves having friendly debates with people who can bring studies to the table on his podcast. And he compares and contrasts good and bad studies. Everything he says is study-based. And he's finding that we, most humans, lived off of meat for like 11 months out of the year and ate some berries every once in a while. Meat is what is most digestible to us. It doesn't have built-in anti-nutrients like plants do. Plants can't defend themselves like an animal, so they poison us with lectins and things like that as a defense mechanism to not eat too many of them. Fruit's mm -hmm. a different story. So people get the misconception that plants are healthy, and it just makes them more metabolically unhealthy. They get more inflamed, and they get autoimmune disease, which America's suffering from. So it's another rabbit hole for another episode but um, this is all information that the media is not putting out. And it's literally killing people. It's killing them. At rates much higher than COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a good note to end to end the night on. Do you have anything yeah. else for us, brother? Um, no, nah, I think that's... Uh, I think we covered a lot of information. Lots of food for thought. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on, brother. If you guys would like to follow us... On Instagram, everyone is canceled, 1L. We are also on Facebook. Good night. Have a great week, and I will see you next time on Everyone is Canceled. Peace.
quiet down there. <laughs>